This is cartoonist and illustrator Xander Cannon, and you're listening to Outside the Long Box. We are Tulsa King retarded. <laughs> it's thinking outside the long box. Uh, so for King, it's funny. <laughs> You're an idiot. <laughs> Have you seen that episode of Walk 200 for Yes. Uh, arise, chicken. Arise. <laughs> oh, man. We are watching. We're not watching. Well, I mean, we are, but not currently. We're talking we about. We have seen in the past. <laughs> and in, we will in the future. We're talking about the 2022 series called Tulsa King. American yes. crime drama television series created by Taylor Sheridan with Terrence Winter Show running for Paramount Plus. The series stars Sylvester Stallone making his first leading role in a scripted television series. Stallone plays a mafia capo who just got out of prison and is sent to Tulsa, Oklahoma, where he tries to set up a criminal organization. Yes. I forgot this existed. And then everybody around me was like, buddy, have you watched Tulsa King yet? And I said, no, I forgot that that shit was even a thing. And now it's like one of my favorite things going right now. I really, really enjoy this this series. I don't know why it's so goofy, but I really enjoy it. I'm a love-hate relationship with this show because I don't hate the show. I don't even hate Stallone just being Stallone, which he just is to me in everything that he does. Like... <laughs> The show could turn into Expendables 10, and it would be no different to me. Like, <laughs> he, all of a sudden, he's boxing. I wouldn't care. Like, it's just <laughs> he's a, he's a Stallone all the time. It's just like certain parts of it are so poorly written that it, it gives me hindrance in the show. Like, he's like a at minimum twenty five year mob dude, and you get a feeling was a mob. A high up mobster before that. Yet everything he does, it's like he acts like he doesn't understand repercussions in the criminal world. He's like, I'm just gonna stop on this other crew shit and do do my thing and oh not prepare for the backlash of that. Like <laughs> you think you would fucking know that if you had been in the mob for the last fifty years. <laughs> I don't know that he knew that that was he a real like literally did if you go back and watch that episode, they go to him and they're like, Hey, we were on their territory and they kicked our ass and he was like, Alright we'll just go beat their ass. He's like, all right, that's done. No, no, no. It's like, it's clearly no. not done, bro. I'm saying that I don't think he knew that it was, I mean, they're in Tulsa fucking Oklahoma. Like, I don't think he knew that it was this big time fucking like dude from who God knows where, you know what I mean? Who knew that it was this giant biker gang. He even asked the dude at the bar who it was. And the bar was like, yeah, they don't, they shouldn't be fucked with. <laughs> I get that. He didn't automatically know, but every step he takes, he like, there's no point in the show where he's like, besides this last episode, where he's like, we've got to start planning ahead for fucking with them. Like, <laughs> every other episode, he's just like, let's kick their ass. All right, it's finished. I'm like, it's not finished, dude. Like, like you know, it's not. <laughs> but, like, I, just like stomping out a gangster's head, like that. Like, I mean, like, there's like such just random shit in this show. I don't think the writing's like that great. <laughs> It's entertaining. Like, there are funny characters in the show. Like, 
the mobster who like moved away and tried to escape the life and then he happened to move into his backyard. Like that guy's funny. The black guy's funny. The like the weed operator's funny too. He is. He's like he's like in behind the scenes funny. Yeah. The like angry Indian guy's funny, even though he's in jail right now. What, the, what do they call him? Ugly face? So, so it's like a bad that. face. Bad face. That's a sweet name. <laughs> um there's just stuff in it that like it to me just is like so weird. Like the kid trying the black guy trying to act like every scene with his dad feels super forced to me. Like trying to act like he knows he's not doing fucking shitty shit. Like, bro, you're working for a mobster, like you're driving <laughs> him around. You can just say, like, fuck it, I'm just decided to do that. That's a cool thing. But the whole time the son acts like it's not a thing that it is. <laughs> and you could tell his character is not just saying that to his dad. His character, like, believes that somehow. And it's like, come on, dude, you're not a fucking moron. Like, it's just dumb shit like that. Well, but I, I, the shit, go ahead. That's just a part of the writing to me that, like, gets to me. Like, I feel like there's very. And there's so much, like, random, just, like, super trust. <laughs> like, the ex-con who's, like, built a bar for himself and a life for himself outside of being a con. Like, this dude just shows up that you don't fucking know. You've never met him before. And he's like, hey, let's be partners and run the crime shit. And he's like, yeah, you know, I was legit this whole time, but why not? <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, it's just so random in so many places that it throws me off a lot. But I don't hate the show. Like, it is very entertaining, Still, like at the end of each episode, I'm like, no, oh, I want to watch the next one, I guess. So, <laughs> I just don't know how to rate it. Or, like, like it. I really like it. I like the randomness. I I think the I, I understand where you're coming from for the for the kid, for the driver. Um, but to me, I read it more as him just being naive about the situation. Uh, because Stallone's character knows he's doing bad things. Like, he tells his oh, daughter yeah. he's done bad things, but he's just in the position he's in. Like, he knows he's a shitty dude, but, like, he just lives with it. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, eventually, the driver will know or come to the grips of, like, all right, this is the shitty fucking, like, it's it's a good life, but this is, I do shitty things for a living, so here we are. Yeah, Stallone's character doesn't bother me. Besides that, it's just Stallone being a mobster. <laughs> I had to, I had to Google the hierarchy of a fucking mob because I didn't know what they, you, you all of a sudden get thrown into these worlds, and I didn't know what a capo was. Like I didn't know what a made man was. I didn't know what these things were. So I was like, "What the fuck does this stuff mean?" <laughs> I know a little bit about it from like YouTube video interviews with like X ones and like documentaries and shit, but like, I don't know a lot about the mob. Nor do I give a fuck. I mean, I don't think they're going to come, like, looking for us, but I think it's a pretty dumb fucking thing anyway. It's like <laughs> how to get caught 101. <laughs> Make everybody in our family bad guys. <laughs> we all hang out together, plan bad guy shit. That nah, seems like a poor idea. I don't know, man. Not a, to, to my knowledge, not a lot of mob whole families have gone down. Like I, oh, it's I. I think the mob in like America, like the way that we think about it on TV and shit. I don't think it still exists. Like, I think they've fairly much from watching documentaries under ship. They've pretty fairly broken them apart. No, I'm not saying there's not organized crime, right? But like how it used to be in the fifties, I get it. When like cops didn't know shit, they didn't have a billion track <laughs> shit. They're like, hey, let's all meet together. But it's like people are acting like that shit's still just happening today. It's like. 
800 of these dudes. That's not like, it's not a big, <laughs> not a thing anymore. Doesn't make sense. You know, the one, the one part of the, uh, I think it was the last, the ending of the last episode. Um, so we didn't, I don't know that we even said what this, what this series is about. So, uh, Stallone's character is a capo. So he's a, he's a maid. You can't fuck with him. They call it a made man. You, you, as somebody who's in the mob family, you can't fuck with him at all. He's essentially one of the, bo- he's not the boss boss. There's only one boss. He's kind of the boss's general. And so you can't fuck with him at all. But he went to jail for, I think, 10, 10 or 15 years. No, I think it was 25 years. years. Yeah, yeah. He went to jail for 25 years because he didn't want to snitch on his boss who it kind of seems like as this series goes on, <laughs> fucked him. And so he shouldn't have been in jail anyways. But um, so they he comes out of jail and time has passed and the boss's son is now running shit. And they banished Stallone's character to Tulsa. And <laughs> I, I think they just suspected him to just go out there and die. But he just starts fucking running the place. <laughs> he just like he just picks businesses and like yeah, we're working together. <laughs> and he steals their shit, and it's fucking funny. <laughs> but the last everyone th- just accepts it. Is the weird yeah, part about it? Yeah. There's like zero pushback. It's like all right. Well, I mean, to I be fair, like he pretty much kicks a lot of people's ass before they're like, okay, do I have a? The weed guy was like, all right, do I have a choice? And Stallone was like, absolutely not. <laughs> But, I mean, that was the end of, like, the rebuttal. <laughs> I think you'd at least have to punch me <laughs> before you came in. You're like, I'm taking a big chunk here. I don't know, here. man. If I watched my – I mean, to be fair, the security guard was, like, 600 pounds. So, I mean, he wasn't he a strong gets, like, dude, but he got his fucking he also ass gets, kicked. Well, he, not really. He just threw a water bottle in his face and he went down. Like. <laughs> And that could happen to the toughest guy on the planet if you crack it correctly with like an aluminum water bottle. I don't know if I f- I feel like if I watch this dude come in and fucking do some shit, like I'm just like, okay, I'm not taking you out. I'm not fighting you. Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't say like I'm gonna go against him or anything, but I might be like, I, I might try to save my business a little more. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> but- the bar owner is just in, like doesn't give a shit. Well, and yeah, I think a lot of that was. It felt like some kind of mutual respect thing because Stallone's character didn't really approach him like he approached the the, no, the no, weed I, guy. I get it. It did feel like that. It just it just seems weird. It's just like the guy doesn't seem like he's a criminal anymore, and it seems like it took zero coercing to get him back into being one. It's like, hey, you're gonna get illegal shit for us to sell. Sounds good. <laughs> Well, he was making money. He he cared about making money. That's that's what it was. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was originally okay with it because it's low level shit. He was buying fucking helium. You know what I mean? It wasn't until people started shooting up his place that he's like, okay, you got a partner. <laughs> but that's true. in the last episode, spoilers, not today's episode, last week's episode. Um, the sun. I watched today's episode too. I haven't watched it today because I watch it with Alicia, so I, she hasn't been home, so I haven't watched it with her yet. Um, but he kills his son. The weird thing about this episode, not he kills the son, the son kills his dad. So he becomes kind of the, the mob boss. The weird thing is there's this weird fucking like, uh, kingpin like wig moment that really threw my whole shit off that I was, I was like, he was wearing a wig this whole fucking time. And then all of a sudden at the end, he looks like three times bigger and he's not wearing the wig. Like it just is super fucking weird. In the new episode, he's also just bald now. 
He went like he went like full Lex Luthor in like one episode. It's very weird. I was completely thrown off by that. I was like, "What happened to his head?" And then it was a wig. I was like, "Oh shit!" Uh, it was just really yeah. weird. No, I agree. It's definitely bizarre. And I, I guess like my biggest problem with the show is everything feels super predictable. That doesn't take away from it being entertaining. But like, but what I mean by like he like doesn't predict it's like when he does something, I instantaneously like know what the fuck's gonna happen now, and then then it happens, and then <laughs> he deals with it. It's like okay, well this is gonna happen next. It's like okay, well this happens next. Down to like the girl like stealing the laptop, and like the fucking camera is even like set up perfectly for the guy to like walk in. It's like everything feels so like predictable in the show. Um, but again, like it's it's still a B show to me. Like I still. To me, it's still like very entertaining at the end of the episode. So it's got a it's got a seventy eight percent critic score and an eighty eight percent audience score. So it's it's a looks like a B plus show for people. I think I'm more towards probably the closer to the critics. I think I'm like right at an eighty probably personally, but it's still fun to watch. Like it's definitely not bad. I will say, just talking about people getting like ambushed in general, like. The girl's in this. She, she. I don't think she's in the gang, but she's like gang adjacent, like because she was the dude's girlfriend. So I feel like you know when the boss is leaving. Like uh, it's weird to me that in a lot of that's a big trope in a lot of movies and series. Here's the thing, too. Just fucking get it and go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's the last thing they're asking you to do. Your boyfriend's fucking dead. Like you're probably going into uh, protective services after this. Like, you fucking get it and get the fuck out of there. Like, not like, I'm going to fucking do this on his desk. (laughs) (laughs) With my back turned to the wall to the door. Like, I feel like you... That's what I mean by, like, everything... It feels like these criminals don't know how to be good criminals. That's all I'm saying. I feel like you know when the dude's going to be gone for longer than 15 fucking minutes. Like, like, just wait. Let him go to his thing and be like, like you said, pop in and pop out. Like, you don't need to be this elaborate fucking CIA or, or CSI at, shit. Show up at 2 in the morning. And they're, they're basically staying in like a hut. It's like a biker hut. Like I'm sure that front door is not that hard to get through. <laughs> Uh, I'm I like it. I'm probably I'm probably high eighties. So this is probably an eighty five sh- for the show. Um, but it, I I don't know why. I just have really really enjoyed it. Um, and I haven't I haven't talked to anybody who's low on it. <laughs> uh, most people I've talked to have been pretty high on this on this show, which is really weird. It's a, I've never. I'm the lowest person I know on it. People, most everybody I know loves it. <laughs> But I don't think a lot of people expect a lot out of shows either. No. I'm not saying that makes it be- worse or better. Right. I, I just think most people are just like, it's a show, and I like it, and I like Stallone. I think it's his, I think it's a great entry for this being, which is crazy to think about. It's his very first TV show he's ever done because he's been act. I mean, I I remember him since fucking w- w- when did Rocky come out? The early '80s or the late '70s or some bullshit like that. <laughs> 70s, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's weird to think he's never been in the show before. Yeah, well, he he went straight from, like, screenwriting to acting. Right. I know he sold one of his scripts for, like, 20 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's a whole thing with Rocky and him. It's a whole it's a whole thing. Well, no, it wasn't Rocky. It was, like, some other movie that he wrote before Rocky and, like, before Rambo. And then he sold it for, like, 20 bucks or something like that because he needed money. And the studio wanted to buy it for, like, 
ten thousand or fifty thousand or something like that. But he's like, I sold it for twenty bucks. <laughs> I didn't need the money. It's fine. <laughs> well, I think he, I think he desperately needed the money. It's the problem. <laughs> And didn't expect to get a counter offer that good very quickly. Uh, that would suck ass. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we were preferred to offer you ten thousand, but we'll give you twenty. Don't worry about it. Yeah, twenty bucks. <laughs> like the Pawn Stars version. <laughs> the expert comes in. Best I can do. Fifty grand. Twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Twenty-two. I'm sticking at twenty. Fuck. Oh shit. Uh, I'll watch tonight. At least should be home any minute now, so we'll we'll probably watch that tonight. But um, I really enjoyed the show. I definitely recommend it, uh, especially if you're a Stallone fan. I mean, it's mostly Stallone. It's it's definitely Stallone Stalloning uh, and doing some funny shit. Uh, I think he should have had a TV show a long time ago. <laughs> you probably could have. You probably <laughs> want to. Yeah. I think we're only now getting into like the modern era of TV shows being like this well-funded. Right. Cause before that it was like, I, I don't think you were getting paid that much to be on TV. I mean, a lot by like a normal person's standards, but not a lot by like a movie star standards. Uh, unless you're like on friends or some shit, they're getting like <laughs> 2 million episodes or some dumb <laughs> shit like that. <laughs> Hating on friends. I'm not. I just think that's a ridiculous sum of money for <laughs> anyone to get paid to, fucking do something for like 10 hours <laughs> well i'm sure that movie i'm sure that that particular show was bringing in so much fucking oh money. yeah i'm not saying they don't deserve to get like their equity of what they brought in it's right. just it's absurd that it brought that in <laughs> like it's just a silly sitcom like <laughs> have you not, not that it's not good it's just i mean it's not that much better than other silly sitcoms uh, have you ever seen the uh, so Seinfeld was the same way they were making a shit ton of money per episode too um, they went out on top and there's an interview with David Letterman asking yeah, asking him why he got cancelled and Jerry's like yeah. we didn't fucking get cancelled like yeah. we just stopped making it we were the top rated show out there yeah I see that he gets all offended <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a great show too Seinfeld is a good show Totally off topic to talk about old good shows. I started watching MASH again. The show's fucking amazing. I'd never I, I haven't taken the time to go back to it, but I in my younger years I never liked it. I can understand why you wouldn't like it as a kid. It's not for kids. Watch that show. Watch two episodes of that show. It's on fucking Hulu or something. I guarantee Hey, it is filled with shit you cannot do today. <laughs> And I don't know if that's why I fucking love it, but it's beyond funny still, in my opinion. I think it's funny. I think it's funnier now in the current environment than it probably was when it came out. <laughs> oh man, we're so people are so sensitive, <laughs> dude. It's ridiculous. Listen, I'm a man of color, but I find subtle racism funny depending on the situation. <laughs> Like I and somebody's probably gonna get offended that I said that. Like I'm not okay with racists, but like to if you if I see a white dude wearing a sombrero, I laugh. I, I don't get offended. <laughs> I just think it's well, funny. Here's the I think everything has been like so stylized in the fact that it's racist as opposed to it's either just a random funny thing 
or it's just a random thought. Like I saw this TikToker give like this weird diatribe about how he's a racist because he saw a bunch of black kids playing basketball and he had like the instant thought of like um, these kids like not having dads or something like that. Oh, and, and he instantaneously was like, he's like instantly in my head. I was like, why did I think that? I was fucking stupid. I was like, that means you're not a racist. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like you that means that you're like, oh shit, that's not good. Like there, that just means that in society that's been painted for so long that like black children don't have fathers and that crept into your mind because that's something that's like prevalent in the way of like how actual fucking bigots and shit think. And you instantly notified, like noticed it in your brain and instantly knew it was wrong and self-corrected. I was like, that's not, but he's like, I don't raise, I need to work on it. I was like, you don't need to work on shit. You instantly, instantaneously, you said you knew it was wrong. It's not like you and, like, went to them. Up. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's like a hundred videos of like black people watching it going like, that's right. That's right. I was like, that's not right. That's not racism. <laughs> people like, ask. Had he walked over and was like, you kids need a dad figure. I know you <laughs> yeah. got one at home. That's racist. <laughs> It is, but it, but it, it, it is normal. Like a lot of, a lot of not colored people, a lot of white people have asked me about Hispanic and Mexican things without asking me if I know these things. They just automatically come up and start asking me about those things, and I'm like, buddy, I'm not from fucking from Mexico. Like I don't know those things. Like, but it's I don't see that and go, you fucking racist. I just like, oh, that's that's funny that you think I would know that, but I don't. <laughs> <laughs> this Mexican girl at, at my work, she was talking about how she had to get grapes for New Year's or something. I don't know if that has anything to do with anything. I guess it's a Mexican thing that I don't know about. Oh, I've never heard of that either. <clears throat> Me neither. Um, Till then. And so the guy's like, Mexicans eat grapes on New Year's? I was like, uh, I wouldn't say Mexicans eat grapes. <laughs> I was like, that Mexican eats grapes on New Year's? That's probably some kind of thing that some Mexicans do. But same thing. I wasn't like, you fucking racist piece of shit. How dare you think that? I had the same fucking thought when she said it. I was like, we're supposed to eat grapes? I was like, dude, no, nobody told me this. <laughs> shit, I've been doing it wrong this whole, my whole life. Yeah. No wonder my New Year's shit. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. But it's like, there's like a Bill Burr joke where he goes in and he's like sitting at a restaurant with his like wife or something and she's like, I, I just thought something is kind of racist. He's like, what? And she's like, there are a lot of Asians at this at this restaurant. And he's like, that's not racist. He's like, that's an that's an observation. He's like, there are a lot of Asians at this restaurant. <laughs> now, had you said there's a lot of fucking Asians at this restaurant, <laughs> it's like that would be racist. That's different. Yeah. We, we had a we were eating uh, pollo feliz for lunch the other day, um, which if you've never been, it's in Greeley. It's just whole. They just sell you whole chickens, but they're made with like a Mexican kind of rub, a Spanish rub. And <clears throat> we have this beans of all time. We have this black guy at work and he came over cause I was, I, I managers have to eat at their desk cause we, I generally can't be away from my desk for too long. And he's like, buddy, that smells really good. And I said, listen, I don't want to make a racist comment, but there's more chicken upstairs. If you want some, <laughs> he just fucking busted out laughing. It was funny. <laughs> yeah. Cause it is funny. Like, people need to get the fuck over it. I feel like this is just like a random moment in time too. Like I feel like five years from now it's gonna be like we're gonna get over this dumb bullshit. It's gonna go back to like I mean it doesn't need to go backwards. Like obvious racist shit should get fucking dealt with. Of course. And we should 100%. Go. But little shit like 
some chicken black guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> he laughed. It was a, funny. It was a good time. A stupid joke. Uh, that's a joke that I swear like 99% of everybody in a room with someone that they know is friendly to them or a friend of them is going to find funny. But it's you put it on the internet or something and some little fucking emo goth white girl gets super offended and then there's like a video and then you're canceled. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? Yeah, it's just stupid. Like I, I, like you said, if it was obvious and I was trying to be a douchebag, then I should have gotten slapped or yelled at or something. But we, we all do it. I'm fine with a funny Mexican joke if it's fucking funny and it's lighthearted and you're not being a douchebag about it. <laughs> or here's the other thing. If you're going to be a douchebag about it, it has to be about everything. <laughs> there are certain things that are totally fine to just fucking rag on in today's society. But for some reason, some things are off limits. Like, it's the weirdest place in the world. And I only bring this up because it's just an example. I know I'm fat. I don't care. Fat jokes are funny to me. But for some reason, everybody thinks it's totally fine to just be, say, like, the meanest shit about fat people in front of fat. And, like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. It's like, yeah, he's a fucking fat piece of fucking shit. And they're like, okay, cool. I'm fat too. You know that, right? <laughs> like, I, dude, I hear shit like that all the time. And I was like, if you said that about a black person, holy oh, shit. Oh, yeah. The world would be upside down. And I know it's not the same thing, being fat, being black. But, like, if you said that about a gay person or anything, anything, right. like, it's just like, these things are off topic. But like Mexicans in general are still pretty okay to make fun of in like today's society. <laughs> like most people don't give a shit when you make a Mexican joke. <laughs> I also don't give a shit when you make a Mexican yeah. joke. I don't give one fuck. But that same joke on the black side, it's like you fucking you're dying in hell penniless. <laughs> I hope your kids suffer. Listen, <laughs> I, I make I make Mexicans work for it too. I don't just automatically assume that people speak Spanish and they yell at me for it. <laughs> They're like, you speak Spanish? Yeah, you didn't fucking ask me. We've been speaking English this whole time. Yeah. It also just makes us super afraid to ask questions, though, I think, what is the bad part about it. Like, we had a trans girl that, like, um, worked with us for quite a while. And I got to know her a little bit, and I asked her a question, and I was just like, i just genuinely curious. I was like, to me, doesn't mean anything, whatever. I was like, but if they figured out that, like, being transgendered or something was like legitimately just a hormone like deficiency. Is it something that you would even like want to get cured for? Or is it just like you just fully think of yourself this way? It's a question I just genuinely wanted to know the answer to. Cause there's all kinds of things that I think we'll figure out in the future about how the brain works that we don't know now. That's like, that could be one of them. Might not be, I don't know. Um, but because I got to know, she was like, cool with answering that, but you can't just ask that question no, of course because not. You're going to get like fucking filleted, but like the type of person I am, I just, I'm just curious about how people think about things. So it's like, I think that it's been very detrimental, like societally about just getting to know each other, right. like different things. It's like, I want to know about the cookouts, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tulsa King was fun. <laughs> there are black people in it. <laughs> there are, which you wouldn't think of too much in Tulsa, Oklahoma, but <laughs> Uh, I've never been to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I have been. It's uh, there's not much out there. <laughs> I think I've like driven through Tulsa, Oklahoma, but it was in my territory as a part of the general sales manager. Oh yeah, yeah. Go check it out. There's a king in Tulsa now. Yes. Don't fuck with him because it's still. I wonder how many. Shit. I wonder how many people are like going to Tulsa now. <laughs> They're going to that fucking hotel. 
I bet you quite a few because it makes it makes Tulsa look like a nice place. It does. It makes Tulsa look like oh that little <laughs> city. There's just horses roaming around. Coffee shops pretty quaint. This hotel's super nice. Let's go to Tulsa. And you get there and it's just like fucking disastrous. TOTLB.com. Go watch Tulsa King. It's on Paramount Plus. It's a fun episode. Comes out every Sunday. I don't know how many episodes will come out, but I think seven or eight are out right now. Um, <coughs> TOTLB.com. It feels like a show that doesn't have any kind of like. I'm not saying they don't have an ending, but it doesn't feel like it's on a trajectory to end. Like, I would see this probably being a multi season show. Probably. With bald Lex Luthor. So, uh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Find us. We're putting out shit. Brand new year. I'm putting my house back together, so we should have a lot of stuff going out soon. Until next time, we'll catch you guys later. Bye-bye. Bye. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! Ah